Act One of The Tinker's Wedding by J. M. Senge. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Michael Byrne, read by M. B. Mary Byrne, read by Elizabeth Clett. Sarah Casey, read by Arielle Lipshaw. A Priest, read by Algie Pug. Scene. A village roadside after nightfall. A fire of sticks is burning near the ditch a little to the right. Michael is working beside it. In the background, on the left, a sort of tent and ragged clothes drying on a hedge. On the right, a chapel gate. Coming in on right. We'll see his reverence this place, Michael Byrne, and he passing backward to his house tonight. That'll be a sacred and a sainted joy. It'll be small joy for yourself if you aren't ready with me wedding ring. She goes over to him. Is it near done this time, or what way is it at all? A poor way only, Sarah Casey, for it's the devil's job making a ring. And you'll be having my hands destroyed in a short while, the way I'll not be able to make a tin can at all, maybe at the dawn of day. Sitting down beside him and throwing sticks on the fire. If it's the devil's job, let you mind it, and leave your speeches that would choke a fool. And it's you'll go talking a fool, Sarah Casey, when no man did ever hear a lion story even of your like unto this mortal bay. You to be going beside me a great while, and rearing a lot of them, and then to be setting off with your talk of getting married, and your driving me to it, and I not asking it at all. Sarah turns her back to him and arranges something in the ditch. Can't you speak a word when I'm asking what are these ails you since the moon did change? I'm thinking there isn't anything ails me, Michael Byrne. But the springtime is a queer time, and it's queer thoughts, maybe, I do think it whiles. It's hard said you'd be to think queerer than welcome, Sarah Casey. But what will you gain dragging me to the priest this night, I'm saying, when it's new thoughts you'll be thinking at the dawn of day? It's at the dawn of day I do be thinking I'd have a right to be going off to the rich tinkers do be travelling from Tabradan to the Tower Hill. For it'd be a fine life to be driving with young Jaunt and Jim, where there wouldn't be any big hills to break the back of you, with walking up and walking down. The like of that you do be thinking. The like of that, Michael Byrne, when there is a bit of sun in it, and a kind air, and a great smell coming from the thorn trees is above your head. Looks at her for a moment with horror, and then hands her the ring. Will that fit you now? Trying it on. It's making it tight you are, and the edge is sharp on the tin. Looking at it carefully. It's the fat of your own finger, Sarah Casey. And is it not a mad thing I'm saying again that you'd be asking marriage me or, or making a talk of going away from me, and you thriving and getting your good health by the grace of the Almighty God? Giving it back to him. Fix it now and it'll do, if you're wary you don't squeeze it again. Moodily working again. It's easy saying be wary. There's many things easy said, Sarah Casey. You'd wonder a fool even would be saying it all. He starts violently. The devil meant you have scalded again. If you are, it's a clumsy man you are this night, Michael Byrne. And let you make haste now, or herself will be coming with the porter. Let me make haste? I'll be making haste maybe to hit your great clout. For I'm thinking there's the like of that you want. I'm thinking on the day I got you above at Rathavana. And the way you began crying out, and me coming down off the hills, crying out and saying, I'll go back to my ma. And I'm thinking on the way I came behind you that time, and hit your great clout on the lug, 
and how quiet and easy it was you came along with me from that hour to this present day standing up and throwing all her sticks into the fire and a big fool i was too maybe but we'll be seeing john and jim to-morrow in ballin a clash and he after getting a great price for his white foal in the horse fair of wicklow the way it'll be a great sight to see him squanderin' his share of gold and he with a grand eye for a fine horse and a grand eye for a woman working again with impatience the devil them good with the two of them kicking up the ashes with her foot ah he's a great lad i'm tellin' ye and it's proud and happy i'll be to see him and he the first one called me the beauty of balnacree a fine name for a woman so like that name they do be puttin' on the horses they have below racin' in our clothes it's easy pleased you are sarah casey easy pleased with the big ward or the liar speaks it liar liar surely liar is it did you ever hear tell of the peelers followed me ten miles along the glen malure and they talkin love to me in the dark night or of the children you'll meet comin from school and they sayin one to the other it's this day we seen sarah casey the beauty of balinacree a great sight surely god help the lot of them it's yourself you'll be callin god to help in two weeks or three when you'll be wakin up in the dark night and tickin you see me comin with the sun on me and i drivin a high cart with john and jim goin behind it's lonesome and cold you'll be feelin the ditch where you'll be lyin down that night i'm tellin ye and you here and the old woman makin a great noise in her sleep and the bats squeakin in the trees Whist! i hear someone comin the road looking out right it's someone comin forward from the doctor's door it's often his reverence does be in there playin cards or drinkin a sup or singin songs till the dawn o' day it's a big boast of a man with a long step on him and a trumpet in voice it's his reverence surely and if you have the ring done it's a great bargain we'll make now and he after drinking his glass going to her and giving her the ring there's your ring sir casey but i'm thinking he'll walk by and not stop to speak with the like of us at all tidying herself in great excitement let you be sitting here and keep in a great blaze the way he can look on me face and let you seem to be workin for it's great love the like of him have to talk of work moodily sitting down and beginning to work at a tin can great love surely make a great blaze now michael byrne the priest comes in on right she comes forward in front of him good evening your reverence it's a grand fine night by the grace of god the lord have mercy on us what kind of a living woman is it that you are at all it's sarah casey i am your reverence the beauty of balinacree and it's michael byrne is below in the ditch a holy pair surely let you get out of me way he tries to pass by keeping in front of him we are wanting a little word with your reverence i haven't a halfpenny at all leave the road i'm saying it isn't a halfpenny we're asking holy father but we were thinking maybe we'd have a right to be getting married and we were thinking it's yourself would marry us for not a halfpenny at all for you're a kind man your reverence a kind man with the poor is it marry you for nothing at all it is your reverence and we were thinking maybe you'd give us a little small bit of silver to pay for the ring let you hold your tongue let you be quiet sarah casey i've no silver at all for the like of you and if you want to be married let you be your bound 
I'd do it for a pound only, and that's making it a sight cheaper than I'd make it for one of my own pairs who's living here in the place. Where would the like of us get a pound, your reverence? Wouldn't you easy get it with your silly asses and making cans, and your stealing east and west in Wicklow and Wexford and the county meet? He tries to pass her. Let's leave the road and not be plaguing me more. Pleadingly taking money from her pocket. Wouldn't you have a little mercy on us, your reverence? Holding out money. Wouldn't you marry us for a half a sovereign? And it's a nice shiny one with a view on it of the living king's mamma. If it's ten shillings you have, let you get ten more the same way, and I'll marry you ten. It's two years we are getting that bit, your reverence, with our pence and our halfpence and an old threepenny bit. And if you don't marry us now, himself and the old woman, who has a great drought, will be drinking it tomorrow in the fair. She puts her apron to her eyes, half sobbing. And then I won't be married any time, and I'll be saying till I'm an old woman, it's a cruel and a wicked thing to be bred poor. Turning up toward the fire. Let you not be crying, Sarah Casey. It's a queer woman you are to be crying at the like of that, and you your whole life walking the roads. It's two years we are getting the gold, your reverence, and now you won't marry us for that bit. And we hard-working poor people do be making cans in the dark night, and blinding our eyes with the black smoke from the bits of twigs we do be burning. An old woman is heard singing tipsily on the left, looking at the can Michael is making. When will you have that can done, Michael Byrne? In a short space only, your reverence, from putting the last dab of solder on the rim. Let you get a crown along with the ten shillings and the gallon can, Sarah Casey, and I will wed you so. Suddenly shouting behind tipsily. Larry was a fine lad, I'm saying. Larry was a fine lad, Sarah Casey. Was that the two year? There's my mother coming, and she'd have us destroyed if she heard the like of that talk the time she's been drinking her fill. Comes in singing. And when we asked him what way he'd die, and he hanging on repented, Big ob, says Larry, that's all in me eye, by the clergy first invented. Give me the jug now, or you'll have it spilt in the ditch. Holding the jug with both her hand in a stilted voice. Let you leave me easy, Sarah Casey. I won't spill it, I'm saying. God help you. Are you thinking it's frothin' full to the brim it is at this hour of the night, and I after carrying it in my two hands a long step from Jemmy Neal's? Is there a sup left at all? Looking into the jug. A little small sup only, I'm thinking. Sees the priest, and holds out the jug towards him. God save your reverence. I'm after bringing down a smart drop. And let you drink it up now, for it's a middlin' droughty man you are at all times. God forgive you. And this night is cruel dry. She tries to go towards him. Sarah holds her back, waving her away. Let you not be fallen to the flames. Keep off, I'm seeing. Let you not be shy of us, your reverence. Aren't we all sinners, God help us? Drink us up now, I'm telling you. And we won't let on a word about it till the judgment day. She takes up a tin mug, pours some porter into it, and gives it to him, singing and holding the jug in her hand. A lonesome ditch in Ballygan, 
the day you're beaten a tenpenny can a lonesome bank in ballydoff the time ah it's a bad wicked song sarah casey and let you put me down now in the ditch and i won't sing it till himself will be gone for it's bad enough he is i'm thinking without ourselves making it worse putting her down to the priest half laughing don't mind her tall your reverence she's no shame the time she's a drop taken and if it was the holy father from rome was in it she'd give him a little sup out of her mug and say the same as she'd say to yourself let you drink it up now holy father let you drink it up i'm saying and not be letting on you wouldn't do the like of it and you with a stack of pint bottles above reaching the sky well here's to your good health and god forgive us all he drinks that's right now your reverence and the blessing o god be on ye isn't it a grand thing to see ye sitting down with no pride in ye and drinking a sup with the like of us and we the poorest wretched starving creature to see any place on the earth if it's starving you are itself i'm thinking it's well for the like of you that you do be drinking when there's drought on you and lying down to sleep when your legs are stiff he sighs gloomily what would you do if it was a like of meself you were seeing mess with your mouth dry and running east and west for a sick girl maybe and hearing the rural people again and they saying their sins it's destroyed you must be hearing the sins of the rural people on a fine spring it's a hard life i'm telling you a hard life mary Byrne. and there's the bishop coming in the morning and he an old man would have you destroyed if he seen a thing at all it'd break my heart to hear you talking and sighing the like of that your reverence she pats him on the knee let you rouse up now if it's a poor single man you are itself and i'll be singing your songs under the dawn o day what is it i want with your songs when it'd be better for the like o you that'll soon die to be down on your two knees saying prayers to the almighty god if it's prayers i want you'd have a right to say one yourself holy father for we don't have them at all and i've heard tell a power o times it's that you're for say one now your reverence for i've heard a power o queer things and i walk in the world but there's one thing i never heard any time and that's a real priest saying a prayer the lord protect us it's no lie holy father i often heard the rural people making a queer noise and they go into rest but who'd mind the like o them and i'm thinking it should be a great game to hear a scholar the like o you speaking latin to the saints above stop your talking mary Byrne. you're an old flagrant heathen and i'll stay no more with a lot o you he rises catching hold of him stop till you say a prayer your reverence stop till you say a little prayer i'm telling you and i'll give you my blessing in the last sup from the jug breaking away let me go mary Byrne, for i have never met your like for her abominations the score and two years i'm living in the place is that the truth it is then and god have mercy on your soul the priest goes toward the left and sarah follows him and what time will you do the thing i'm asking holy father for i'm thinking you'll do it surely and not have me grown into an old wicked heathen like herself let you be walking back here sarah casey and not be talking whisper talk with the like o him in the face of the almighty god do you hear her now your reverence isn't it true surely she's an old flagrant heathen would destroy the world 
to Sarah moving off. Well, I'll be coming down early to the chapel, and let you come to me a while when you see me passing, and bring the bit of gold along with you, and the tin can. I'll marry you for them too, though it's a pitiful small sum, and I wouldn't be eating me soul if I left you growing into an old wicked heathen the like of her. Following him out. The blessing of the Almighty God be on you, Holy Father, and that he may reward and watch you from this present day. Nudging Michael. Did you see that, Michael Byrne? Didn't you hear me telling you she's flighty a while back since the change of the moon? With her fussin' for marriage, and she making whisper talk with one man or another man along by the road. Whistler, well, she'll knock the head of you the time she comes back. Ah, it's a bad, wicked way the world is this night, if there's a fine air in it itself. You'd never have seen me, and I a young woman making whisper talk with the like of him. And he the fearfulest old fellow you'd see any place walk in the world. Sarah comes back quickly, calling out to her. What is it you're after whispering above with himself? Lie down and leave us in peace. She whispers with Michael, poking out her pipe with a straw, sings. She'd whisper with one and she'd whisper with two. <coughs> oh, my singing voice is gone for this night, Sarah Casey. She lights her pipe. But if it's flighty you are itself, you're a grand, handsome woman. The glory of Tinkers, the pride of Wicklow, the beauty of Ballinacree. I wouldn't have you lying down and you lonesome to sleep this night in a dark ditch when the spring is coming in the trees. So let you sit down there by the big bough, and I'll be telling you the finest story you'd hear any place from Dundalk to Ballinacree, with great queens in it, making themselves matches from the start to the end and they with shiny silks on them the length of the day, and white shifts for the night. Standing up with the tin can in his hand. Let you go asleep and not have us destroyed. Lying back sleepily. Don't mind him, Sarah Casey. Sit down now, and I'll be telling you a story would be fit to tell a woman the like of you in the springtime of the year. Taking the can from Michael and tying it up in a piece of sacking. That'll not be rusted now in the dews of night. I'll put it up in the ditch the way it will be handy in the morning. And now we've that done, Michael Byrne, I'll go along with you and welcome for Tim Flaherty's hens. She puts the can in the ditch. I've a grand story. Of the great queens of Ireland, with white necks on them the like of Sarah Casey. And fine arms would hit you a slap the way Sarah Casey would hit you. Beckoning on the left. Come along now, Michael, while she's fallen asleep. He goes towards left. Mary sees that they are going, starts up suddenly, and turns over on her hands and knees. Where is it you're going? Let you walk back here and not be leaving me lonesome when the night is fine. Don't be waking the world with your talk. When we're going up through the back wood to get two of Tim Flaherty's hens a-roosting in the ash tree above at the well. And it's leaving me lone you are. Come back here, Sarah Casey. Come back here, I'm saying, or it's off you must go. Leave me the two little coppers you have. The way I can walk up in a short while and get another pint for my sleep. It's too much you've taken. Let you stretch yourself out to take a long sleep, for isn't that the best thing any woman can do, and she an old drinking heathen like yourself? She and Michael go out left, standing up slowly. It's gone, they are. 
and I with my feet that week under me you'd knock me down with a rush, and my head with a noise in it the like of what you'd hear in a stream, and it running between two rocks and rain falling. She goes over to the ditch where the can is tied in sacking and takes it down. What good am I this night, God help me? What good are the grand stories I have, when it's few would listen to an old woman? Few but a girl maybe would be in great fear the time her hour was come, or a little child wouldn't be sleeping with the hunger on a cold night. She takes the can from the sacking and fits in three empty bottles and straw in its place, and ties them up. Maybe the two of them have a good right to be walking out the little short while they'd be young. But if they have itself, they'll not keep Mary Byrne from her full point when the night's fine, and there's a dry moon in the sky. She takes up the can and puts the package back in the ditch. Jemmy Neal's a decent lad, and he'll give me a good drop for the can. And maybe if I keep near the peelers to-morrow for the first bit of the fair, herself won't strike me at all. And if she does itself, what's a little stroke on your head besides sitting lonesome on a fine night, hearing the dogs barking and the bats squeaking, and you saying over, it's a short while only till you die. She goes out singing, The Night Before Larry Was Stretched. Curtain. End of Act One.